0: Welcome to Literary Merit, the show where we tell you what media has value.
1: Spoiler alert, it's all of it. Also, spoiler alert, we'll be discussing spoilers as usual, so here is your warning.
0: I'm Ashley.
1: And I'm Alex.
0: And I will start by asking, what is new to you, Alex, because it has been a bit.
1: It's been quite a bit. Well, we already sort of did a primer uh, off of recording, but... I am coming to you live from my brand new laptop in my own bedroom, not my sister's PC, not my dad's laptop. It's so nice.
0: That's incredible. What I'm so happy.
1: It is exactly <laughs> exhilarating.
0: <laughs> oh, and just uh, just so everyone out there knows, yeah, I'm sick again. Not still sick. I didn't stay sick for like a month. I just, I just. Hung out with a bunch of children.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that'll do it. Yeah. That'll do it.
0: So what have you been up to besides having a brand new computer?
1: Um, That's pretty much been the focus. Because <laughs> 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 literally everybody in my life is sick. So I've just been like, my horoscope for this week said, just have fun. And I took that to mean, just play video games by yourself.
0: Just quarantine yourself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I was sick a couple weeks ago. So it was like... I've been there done that um but I've been yeah I've just been hanging out keeping to myself lately because um just scheduling conflicts with with friends and and people other people being sick so I saw a couple movies but uh, other than that it's just sort of sticking to myself
0: yeah 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 that's cool that's cool uh I have been uh busy doing a Christmas show.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is
0: why I'm sick. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was really really fun. It was at Will's um one of the schools that Will uh works at. They have requested my services playing the mom in their Christmas show <laughs> for the second year and it was so much fun to do it again and the little girl who played my daughter was the cutest ding dang little thing in the world she's such a good she's so cute and so good um she's like i'd say she's like eight mm-hmm. and uh she's she's really smart and really sweet and really really smiley to the point where when we were rehearsing our scene uh our director had to keep being like riley sweetie I'm so glad that you're such a happy and smiley person, but you need to not smile right now. Like you need to not be smiling during this scene. You're not. (laughs) Maybe
1: she's, maybe she's meant to be a dancer and dancers always smile.
0: Yeah. Well, she that's, it's actually funny. She's taking theater from Will at a dance school, but she's not taking dance. She's not a dancer. (laughs) Now she did a really good job once we were in performance. I think it was just sort of, her bright and cheery disposition getting to know me that she just couldn't yeah, stop being a smiley face. But <laughs> once we got more into it, she uh, she was great. And, but then on, like, the last day, she was, like, sniffling and sniffling and sniffling. And I was like, oh, no. I have to <laughs> snuggle with this child. I'm getting sick. And here I am today. Sick as a dog. I actually went home from work today early because... That was. I, we did kind of so run bad. out of work, and then my boss is like, "Do you want to just go home?" Oh yeah, I was that, like, yeah, I, I really was, do.
1: I was very lucky. That same thing happened to me when I was sick. Um, it was so slow, and I was like, "Can I just like?" And it was, she was like, "I was just about to ask." <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Well, gee, I feel like there was a. Oh, you know what we need to talk about before we what? get into anything. Yeah. There are some trailers out that we need to discuss.
1: We should probably discuss trailers. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. First one, one... because we can't keep ourselves from talking
1: about it. So I saw you tweet a link (laughs) and there was excitement. I did not see which of the two trailers that you had actually retweeted. So I, we might be in a fight depending on which one it was.
0: (laughs) Okay. No, I, I it was, it was men in black.
1: Okay. Thank goodness. Because Hellboy looks dreadful.
0: I'm I I'm okay. I'm not gonna write Hellboy off yet because okay, I it say
1: could it looks just dreadful. be a
0: bad trailer. It was, trailer was a bad trailer,
1: is so bad. They
0: picked Why a would really you... bad song.
1: Yes, and like a really weird tone.
0: Yeah. Well, I feel like they're trying to get in on the like
1: the, Deadpool the or Ragnarok
0: thing, and that's not what Hellboy is, and it, no. they, and it shouldn't try to be that. And so and I'm they already I'm, tried I'm... that.
1: They already tried the humor with the Del Toro one too
0: yeah and that was like as funny as it really could get and that right was, that it looks like but i'm willing to give it the benefit i was try. I, I watched it trying to pay attention like okay what here is actually the movie though right and, and is, not just like the, trailer yeah. cuts and bad songs and stuff so <laughs> i feel like i can't i still have to i still have to have hope i don't i still tr- i still believe in my heart <laughs> that it could be that it could be good but, but that the, was a bad there were, trailer.
1: There were a couple things that really piqued my attention in the trailer. Um, the fact that it was a lot of magical folk and not just demons.
0: Which is very Hellboy.
1: Which I like.
0: Yeah, that's um, that's very Hellboy. And I'm glad that they're acknowledging that side of it. It's not just the Eldritch horrors. It's yeah. not just the demons. We got all the fairies and the witches and all of that stuff too.
1: And I will say I liked, um, was it Liv Tyler that seems to be the villain?
0: Mila Jovovich. No way. Yes, With way I've known this. Yeah, I, I've known this for months. Though I've been keeping okay. track of this movie forever. And, and,
1: and she seems to be like a witch.
0: <sighs> yes, she's. I think her the character's name is like the Blood Queen or okay. something like that. She's like I'm an on old, board for that. Yeah, she's a longtime Hellboy villain. Um, Dylan knows a lot more about Hellboy than I do. Uh, but yeah, she's like a she's a person.
1: Did you see the the photo that went viral? That was a clip from the trailer yesterday.
0: What, with his little hand? With his little hand? <laughs> it does look weird. It does look a little out of proportion with his big and sleeve like and his triangular And It was in the trailer, time.
1: too. It wasn't just yeah. that shot.
0: And it's the way his coat is tailored.
1: I guess, but Ron Perlman didn't have that problem.
0: Well, Ron Perlman probably has bigger hands than David Harbour. But. Aww.
1: David Harbour. <laughs> okay. I think he's performing well. I don't like the hairline. What do you mean? Because the samurai bun worked, it just looked more flattering than yeah, whatever this we, long. I believe greasy. in the
0: comics does rock the 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 top knot a little more than he does the the the, the down hair, but yeah, yeah it's not. A, but I will it's not say my- the
1: flaming crown and sword at the end of the trailer looked pretty cool.
0: Yes, yes, I I just I have to. Hold on to hope, man, because I want it to be good, because I want them to make more, because I want them to bring back my ghost boy and do it right this time.
1: (laughs) The thing, the strange things I'm, I'm a little weirded out by, same logo.
0: Well, it's, I mean, that's the comic book logo.
1: I know, but like, they're not reinventing anything. They're pretending like it's the same thing, but it's like...
0: Well, I disagree entirely. We've just been talking about all of the differences between. No, I know, them. but
1: like, but like the the logo seemed very similar. Like the art direction of the fleet. Well, I guess it's from the book, the the comic too. But I don't know. I I don't know. And then I what's think his name? Looks as really the, different. What's his name as the new dad? Um, I don't know.
0: Oh, oh, Ian McShane. I'm excited. McShane. I love Ian McShane. He's an know. interesting choice for Professor Broom. I mean, yeah. I think that John Hurt is the perfect Professor Broom. He was uh perfect. So you have to do something different. You know, you don't want to just like cast a less good John Hurt you know, like you don't. Know, you need You need to do something else. And Ian McShane's yeah. quite hot right now. I like him, so you I know, think he'll he's be different. good.
1: I just, I feel like he lacks the compassion that that character so is known for.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, on Deadwood he does, but it really depends on how the character's written. That's it. In, in
1: any, in any piece of media he's ever acted in, <laughs> he's, he's
0: good as at playing an asshole. But
1: <laughs> isn't he Blackbeard?
0: We'll in. Oh, God, in that terrible Pirates movie. No, actually, that yeah. one was okay. That one was okay. That one was better than Pirates 3. Yeah, I believe Ian McShane <laughs> was Blackbeard. Yes, yes, yes.
1: I, well, there yeah, was and a... he's,
0: he's Mr. Wednesday in American yeah. Gods.
1: and he's very good as that. But He's like, wonderful.
0: I did, oh man. I gotta say, like when they were first casting that, I was like, "Who the hell could ever play Mister Wednesday?" And then they said Ian McShane, and I was like, "Oh yeah, uh huh, yes, mm-hmm, <laughs> that's the right one. That's the one." I
1: remember yeah. back in like the the I don't know. It was like twenty ten, maybe a little bit before after that. But there was an en- a short lived NBC. It was like I think they wanted it to be a full series, but it ended up being like a a limited series event. I think it was called Kingdom or King. And Ian McShane huh. plays this like future metropolitan king, and there's this like up and coming um, military kid who is like sort of like threatening his king his his throne. Yeah,
0: it was kind of Shakespearean.
1: Yeah, and I loved him in that. I was obsessed with that show.
0: Yeah, I didn't watch it, but I mean, I just love Ian McShane, so I don't know the way the way I feel about his casting is like, yeah, I suppose you do have to do something different, and I always like to see Ian McShane, so he'll be well, a different and it's group. not like
1: in the trailer he was shouting or anything; like no, he seemed pretty no. chill. He was a
0: little cheeky, but that's it. Yeah,
1: nah, and, and yeah, we'll just have so
0: to I'm hoping, yeah. I hope that it's just a bad trailer.
1: And I think it's a trailer to get a mass appeal, whereas. Yeah, they're know.
0: trading on the, the Deadpool audience yeah. right now. So But for the
1: people that like know the tone, we're like, What's happening?
0: <laughs> I know. I mean if you just like flip open any book illustrated by Mike Magnola, it's like, What is what is going on up on this screen here? Like Well and
1: like <laughs> Hellboy should be funny, but it shouldn't be jokes jokes, jokes, jokes.
0: It's it's kinda Hellboy's a very dry humor.
1: Yeah. And that's where I think um, with the the ghost guy, where they fell flat in in
0: with, the golden yeah, army as he was with, jokes, with jokes jokes, jokes, yeah, well, I mean, they cast goddamn Seth MacFarlane, so yeah. what do you expect? well, no, they just he was just a totally different character in that yeah. than he is in the comics, and I just want my good little sweet hearted ghost boy and not this mean Seth MacFarlane German
1: they should, should have um, and I rarely. I rarely suggest this per- this actor just because I feel like he's overused in, in <laughs> Hollywood. Um, and I'm blanking on his name, so I'm just using a lot of words. Um,
0: <laughs> You're just stalling for time.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, Gollum. Um,
0: oh, Andy Circus.
1: Andy Circus could do it. Do what? Could be the ghost guy.
0: I don't. I mean, that's not i wouldn't say that would be true to the johan of the comic books
1: well yeah i'm just saying like of of somebody who has experience in that field of you know
0: well i mean he's got yeah he's definitely well the thing about johan is he's just a floaty little ghost thing inside a suit so he's not even like he's he doesn't really have a he's got like a little cartoony smiley face he's very cute like have you seen a (laughs) drawing of johan from the comic Uh,
1: because With of my little... because of my new computer, I can look it you up. You
0: can look him up. You can look up Johann Krauss and see this cute little ghost. And I'm, I'm looking. Everything him up too. is from
1: the movie.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, aww,
1: I like him.
0: Isn't he the cutest little guy? Yeah. He's just like a little. He doesn't even have a face. <laughs> he's such a good boy. So I mean, you would more just need like a and a circus could certainly do the the body thing the way that uh, yeah. Doug Jones does when he does that thing. Um, but he doesn't have a face. Yeah. The, the way they did it in the movie was fine. I didn't have any issues with his sort of like yeah visual portrayal. It was just his characterization. He was just mm-hmm. a different character. He was just a different character, and it was a, an interesting character, but it wasn't my <laughs> new <Johann>. one. <laughs>
1: okay and then on to the second trailer that that popped up yes
0: because my god <laughs> my god men in black my god vergie i don't even i don't know where to begin we have to I begin with london
1: know- bridge <laughs> <sighs> uh.
0: i don't know i don't even know what to say
1: right it's like
0: it's so good it's so beautiful i mean it's like what if thor ragnarok but like on earth like that's it it's just like let's they were so good together in ragnarok let's just do it again
1: not only be in the movie but also narrate the trailer (laughs)
0: yeah right Right. Oh, and Emma Thompson is there, looking fabulous. And
1: then, and um, uh, what's her face flirts with her. Lesbian
0: moment between them. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I know that moment. So you gotta when you got when you got Tessa in there. I just I'm so
1: excited for Tessa to be like not only like an actual like amazing representation for bisexual people in the real world, but also just be like to literally be by in everything she's in
0: she is she's she's canonically bisexual in every single movie she's ever appeared in <laughs> she must be
1: oh speaking of which i just watched um uh what was that one um not thanks for listening what was it called
0: oh oh um S- sorry to
1: bother you sorry to bother you holy moly have you seen it
0: no oh. Oh, shit. I know, I know. Okay. I know, okay. I, know, I, know, I know, I know. Okay. I know. So
1: I will not spoil this one because it's fucking bonkers. So it's great and it's like really normal. And then all of a sudden, Army Hammer shows up and literally the shark is shot into space. Like, <laughs> the shark doesn't no, I jump. Know. The shark is shot into the stratosphere.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I know. I know that I need to see it. I do. I do. And honestly,
1: I I wasn't like the biggest Army Hammer fan. Like I liked him in a lot of the stuff he's doing, but this particular role made me like, he's not afraid of anything.
0: (laughs) It's true. He's 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 willing to go the distance. Yeah.
1: And then you know, I quite liked him too. So.
0: I quite liked him in um, the Man from Uncle. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. He was just he was doing a great. I mean that was a dumb, cheesy movie but but it was fun, and he was fun in it when he just like stops a car with his spare hands, <laughs> well, incredible. yeah,
1: um, sorry to bother you, he's like um Leo DiCaprio in that in Wolf of Wall Street and then make it into like um Black Mirror,,
0: <laughs> wow,
1: yeah. <laughs> That's so it's, it's on Hulu if you have that available. I finally got Hulu through my parents and no, I watched I
0: don't it on Hulu. It. That's the one I don't have.
1: It's very good. I knew it would be good and I've had people tell me it was going to be good, but it was like, it was just so strange and I love strange and I love like, uh-huh. um, realist, uh, magical realism and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it looks great. I really do want to see it, but I don't have Hulu.
1: I'm sure it'll show up somewhere soon, somewhere else.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll snag it from somewhere for sure. Any other thoughts on Men in Black, though? Yes. Yeah.
1: So we have Fergie. We've got. I. I she better be in the movie. <laughs> I'm really excited for all the celebrity cameos that we're gonna get because. Yeah, because that well, yeah, that's
0: Men in Black's thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um... Yeah.
0: Um, I just love. I mean, let. Chris Hemsworth do every comedy like he's so funny (laughs) he's so Uh so funny like just that the delivery at the end of the trailer when he throws that little hammer at that alien Mm -hmm. he's like that was an amazing catch like (laughs) just his delivery on that it's like he's the perfect I think it was it was on um Chuck and Anthony Ragnatalk that Thor Ragnarok podcast I mentioned Mm -hmm. uh some weeks ago that they're talking about how he's so so funny in Ragnarok because he's playing the guy who says crazy silly things and is serious like he's not his character doesn't think what's happening is funny but it's so funny and that's what he's so good at delivering (laughs) just that like really earnest like (laughs) he just means it all it's so good yeah it looks fantastic and i just can't wait i just like i had i immediately rewatched it upon yeah. upon watching it like
1: <laughs> and wasn't it like because i remember there was like the leaked sony or whatever emails from a couple years ago wasn't a men, oh. men in black uh movie listed in in like the leaked stuff
0: I have no recollection of I think whether
1: it's that Maybe, or it might have been the Ghostbusters one. I don't know. It was yeah, but it looks incredible and I'm excited that I'm excited that it's like it's its own thing, but it's not just like a straight up right. sequel like they didn't
0: Yeah, you can they're not just trying to do the same dynamic again.
1: Yeah. I feel like they could have easily gone um uh Independence Day with it. Where they like just destroy everything it (laughs) meant. Right,
0: right, 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 right. Yeah, I think that I think that yeah. What they're going for now, you know, the dynamic was like, you know, the the fresh blood, the young dude, and then like the old veteran. You know, I mean, you know, the dynamic in Men in Black. Mm -hmm. Whereas with this one, it looks like it's sort of the like, you know, go getter like you know rookie out to prove something and then the you know the the guy who's you know been there and he's not taking it as seriously i i think i can see it being like you know she's like ah like why are you like this and he's like chill out yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah i think that that's i think it's gonna be so funny like they're they're just so good together they have such good chemistry like yeah. i cannot wait
1: mm-hmm. i just I want cannot. them to be I, i'm sure they're best friends in real life but they've like they've be
0: <laughs> they be, you two better be friends
1: otherwise what is all, does this all mean
0: you just go up there on the screen and just lie to us like this you're just gonna lie <laughs> I think we need to talk about our topic
1: yeah maybe but <laughs> I think we need to talk we just- more
0: about these beautiful people yeah.
1: this is now beautiful. exclusively the the literary merits of tessa thompson and uh
0: and chris hemsworth and, chris and their hemsworth. necessary friendship yep
1: and us us, <laughs> uh, us recasting them in every film ever made and then explaining how it would go
0: oh my god Uh oh we better st- we better not even start or i will not be able to stop
1: oh my gosh i just had the best one what oh. if they were an avatar together? A like the 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 motion picture, not the not the Oh, um...
0: like the 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 alien? Yeah. Movie? Yeah, it would have been like memorable. <laughs> 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 uh, so, today, after this very long preamble, it's just been so long. Uh we want to talk about the new Sabrina holiday special and sort of like solstice and Yule and that sort of thing.
1: Yeah, and I and it I don't think we've actually talked about Sabrina after because I don't think you had watched it when we when I brought it up on oh, the podcast.
0: I, I had. I had. Oh I couldn't. Yeah, remember. we talked about it. But we anyway,
1: did. it was it was wonderful. I love it. And we only have to wait like two months for the next part of the series. <laughs>
0: so excited so what do you think about this particular entry
1: um i'm loving more of zelda
0: yes i'm she's, loving she's just hail satans more more all over the place yeah
1: i like the the yule stuff i like the characters that were introduced to what i don't remember the witch's name but i liked her a lot
0: oh yeah Gree gr- something or other
1: uh i'll look it up because it's like grilla or grala
0: yeah something like that
1: sabrina well, it's not the teenage witch it's a different one <laughs> <laughs> the chilling adventures of sabrina and we got to see her mom more diana
0: she was lovely i liked her as
1: like the holiday spirit kind of thing when she got that crown yeah
0: yeah let's let's do a little chat just about the episode and yeah. then i want to get into more of the like history of that kind of thing yeah
1: yeah yeah So um we have every everybody's there
0: uh. <laughs> <laughs> did you find the, the witch's no name? i
1: can't find it
0: oh well that's fine it doesn't matter it's grease yep. something or other yeah the the the, the, the The baby stealing witch,
1: (laughs) but I think she's really like a a good character. She's just desperate for you know, um, not revenge, but like redemption.
0: Yeah, well, that's the interesting thing, and I guess we'll just—I think that we may just have to talk about sort of all of the implications and the references and stuff as we discuss it. Um. Because, yeah, that reminds me a lot of, like, older folklore about, like, fairies and witches. Um, Like Baba Yaga, she's, she's you know, she can be a menace, but she can also be an yeah. ally. Uh, It just sort of depends on what's going on and what she wants at the yeah, moment. Yeah, because in, in this episode, uh,
1: they royally trick her and fuck her over. But then they're like, oh, we need your help. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and she's like, "Oh yeah, you're right, bigger fish."
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um I I just love. I mean, obviously they were going to do like a Christmas ghost story yeah. thing, but I'm just fascinated by the history of Christmas time ghost stories. Uh obviously, sort of the most famous version of that is Christmas Carol, which
1: they they reference multiple times in the in the episode
0: right i mean you can't not Mm -hmm. uh (laughs) but like you know dickens was writing from a tradition of you know scary wintertime stories like that's a you know that's a centuries old thing i did actually do a little homework about you know that sort of tradition Mm -hmm. there and it's i've been having trouble sort of tracking down any real specific information about like an older sort of pre-christian history because you know like i was reading some articles on smithsonian about you know about this and and they were saying like oh and these stories you know they they go back to you know celebrations you know pagan celebrations of yule and of the solstice and that's about it (laughs) yeah it's extremely vague um and i want to know more about that sort of tradition like yeah that's that's a thing that you know people are sort of vaguely aware of as being historical but yeah here here's an excerpt from uh, one of the articles i read um christmas as celebrated in europe and the us was originally connected to the pagan winter solstice celebration and the festival known as yule the darkest day of the year was seen by many as a time when the dead would have particularly good access to the living
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: and so it's like what like wait (laughs) (laughs) like tell me more about that tradition like which you know like which pagans like exactly that's what's really
1: frustrating is it's like it's a pagan holiday it's like pagan is such a like
0: Yeah, that's a real catch-all. Exactly. Uh, I mean, like, the sort of Yule stuff is largely um, Scandinavian. Yeah, but there's
1: so many different, like, different types of peoples that were living in that area practicing stuff like this.
0: Yeah, I mean, are we talking about, like, you know, Norse pagans? Are or, we like, druids
1: or something?
0: Yeah, like, who are we... And I just, I can't find much specific stuff. Now, I did find a really interesting article, also from Smithsonian, about sort of how the tradition was lost, especially in America. Yeah. Um, And mm-hmm. it's the Puritans. I mean, obviously, it's the Puritans.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, anytime you bring up, you know, spirits and, and the yeah, dead it rising, was, it's like, yep. No, that's wicked. Don't talk that. about
0: that. And exactly. also, Puritans just weren't very into, like, celebrating holidays mm. uh, they didn't really do Christmas like Puritans didn't you know they would go to church but like you didn't <laughs> like celebrate that's that's decadent yeah. and you know that's well that's, that's like view. That's, you, you know? <laughs> that's
1: a nice reminder from this this solstice episode is like the the relationship to the to the the afterlife um because if you think about it there were probably a lot of people that were dying in this time of year. And so people yeah. just had a lot of, like, the afterlife on their mind. And, like, because it's not like a celebration of the harvest because there's nothing growing. Right. You know? So they well, had yeah, to find and- something to inspire them to keep going.
0: In fact, that, that's really interesting you bring that up because another uh, part was talking about how, you know, this time of year, it, it like it just lines up perfectly for feasting because you would have to slaughter most of your animals at this time because oh, going yeah. into the winter, they couldn't feed all of them. So they would slaughter most of the animals. And so it was mm-hmm. like the one time of year where they had a lot of fresh meat that they just wow. had to eat. Mm-hmm. Um So they'd slaughter all the cattle and, you know, all of the, all of the brewing that was being done, you know, in the, during the harvest time is just about ready. And so it's just like, well, we got meat and we've got beer. Like, (laughs) let's do this, you know, (laughs) here we go. It's, it's about to be awful. So let's just have a good time while we can. Yep. Uh, and then you sit inside and you eat and you drink and you tell stories and it's dark and it's scary and you tell scary stories. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I think it's a great tradition and I think that we should bring it back.
1: And this I mean, was that a... feels
0: that feels huge to me, right?
1: Yeah, this was a scary story episode too. It had a, I mean, uh, like it had the um, the wanting to bring back her mom,
0: yeah, which
1: led to the baby stealing witch <laughs> <laughs> and then off on the side her friends are being tormented by a christmas demon
0: <laughs> yes yes oh man that was yeah the christmas demon it was i wasn't expecting scary.
1: that because i didn't think that they would have like a side plot that was like that intense Right, with it was the non-magical lot. friends.
0: Well, and I had sort of once we got into all the séance business and all that, I totally forgot about like the beginning of the episode flashback to when Sabrina was little and they were talking yeah. about like some kid disappearing and Yeah.
1: And
0: mm-hmm. like I just forgot. Like it was a great setup and I just like totally got swept up in the episode and forgot.
1: Mhm. Mhm. And those but... dolls were <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: that was. Although at first I thought the dolls were just um, a way for because because they really like to to do the whole thing where like we're not sure what time period this takes place in. Um, yeah, it's it's and very- it definitely felt like fifties with those dolls.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I I can definitely see that.
1: Like nineteen fifty-five, Santa's terrifying village.
0: yeah there's a lot of like old christmas stuff that's really freaking spooky like like unintentionally so just like going back uh to like old timey stuff it's just like oh that was supposed to be cute what am i seeing this is bad (laughs) although this
1: episode does make me think like how many witches are out in the woods just by their themselves in greendale (laughs) yeah because because we've we've there's this one there's like two or three in the the main series that are just hanging out
0: yeah they're just around
1: yeah i mean there's like a lot of
0: witches like in their coven like what are they up to where do they live
1: although i am more i am more compelled by the the witches that are out on their own because they seem more um more empowered by nature and their own free will rather rather than uh satan like the rest of the coven
0: yeah they're 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 not part of sort of organized religion they yeah
1: yeah exactly and that's and that's what i prefer in in like you know in my witch stories is like you know using your own powers and yeah mm -hmm,
0: yeah 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 Um, I found a great quote from another, uh, from one of the Smithsonian articles that I just got to read because I thought it was just charming. Uh, Whenever five or six English-speaking people meet round a fire on Christmas Eve, they start telling each other ghost stories, humorist Jerome K. Jerome wrote in his 1891 collection, Told After Supper. Nothing satisfies us on Christmas Eve but to hear each other tell authentic anecdotes about specters. It is a genial festive season, and we love to muse upon graves and dead bodies and murders and blood. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that really needs to be a tradition that comes back because that yeah. sounds awesome, yeah, especially it's... in this like this like crime obsessed current
0: yeah, we're, state of things. Super right into now. gruesome stuff yeah uh, yeah i mean and a lot of you know the sort of christmas tradition that we carry on now at least in especially in sort of a secular realm for christmas is that really syrupy saccharine like yeah you know it just you can gag on it it's just so much you know just all of the twinkly lights and the not to disparage christmas yeah. i love christmas time and it's great fun but it sometimes can feel a little disingenuous how yeah, we
1: definitely we definitely need to spread the true meaning of christmas as being frightening every ourselves and right. telling Scare horror the stories pants <laughs> off
0: of your loved ones and snuggle up under a blankie like that's what and i then want. give them a
1: gift in the morning
0: yes <laughs> yeah i want more and-, and it's interesting how we've sort of got a modern version of that with like christmas horror films which are mm-hmm. seemingly like becoming even more and more of a thing as yeah, like, horror Yeah, especially films the are...
1: success of Krampus.
0: Yeah, Krampus, and you know, it, it's it definitely like the the, Hallow- or the Halloween, the Christmas slasher does go back, you know, like to the seventies with like Silent yeah. Night, Deadly Night, and mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. but like I think that more and more it is becoming popular, and I think it's just due to the sort of rising popularity of the horror genre as like in Hollywood. Um, People are just like, holidays, got to do the holidays. And so that's what if it
1: was a Christmas tree that killed people?
0: It eats you. (laughs) 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 Like those,
1: like those little, those little animatronic singing Christmas trees and they just eat you.
0: (laughs) Swallows you whole. Sure, why not? But I, I, and you know, I noticed something, you know, the, the, it, it the, the spring episode is rather Dickensian in the sort of like, we've got the different kinds of spirits, sort of giving different lessons, you know, you've got the, mm-hmm. the more malevolent, frightening spirits in the, you know, the child stealing witch and the, the Christmas demon, uh, but then you've also got the sort of benevolent ghost of Sabrina's mother there to like give comfort and and hope
1: there's also the trickster children spirits too
0: yes I love those little ghost babies what, would,
1: what did she call them the the yule kids or the, something
0: the, the yule boys I, I, I remember it being boy <laughs> something like that yule boys I think yeah uh, I like when
1: she like jingles their little shoes and they come running
0: <laughs> I mean it's a little it's a little macabre but in a fun way yeah <laughs> I love that, that tableau at the end with the with the demon for the the, the candlemas thing.
1: Right, right. He's
0: got him all he's all frozen. He's got a little taste of his own medicine, and now he gets to be a candelabra in the woods. It's great. It's great. It's fun fun justice. But Well
1: uh... and it's like it it again, um that witch seems to be I don't know. She she just really stuck to me as, as kind of a hero for these, you know, these left-behind children.
0: Right. She doesn't want to... She's not malevolent to children. Like, she'll she, you know, she'll take them uh, if she feels but like it's the right thing to them. do. But yeah, she loves them. And, you know, when she's like, hey, Susie, you alone? And Susie's like, no. And she's like, okay, then scram. <laughs> yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I... I uh I liked I thought that was a really significant moment.
1: Um and then uh uh Lilith just pours water down a a gingerbread chimney of their house. <laughs>
0: yeah. That was a Which fun was moment. so awesome. Yeah, just That's so awesome. Yeah, the the sort of like entire house poppet thing that they've got <laughs> yeah. going on. And
1: then she, and then she bites Sabrina's head at the end. <laughs> <laughs> the little gingerbread Sabrina
0: yeah that's cute made me really want gingerbread i want to bake some cookies man sounds great
1: and then she was talking to her stuffed familiar
0: right i forgot about that (laughs) so yeah so we do have some interesting plot developments too with zelda deciding that she can't keep the baby
1: which i mean is the right thing to do but it seems like she just stole that baby.
0: You just stole the baby, <laughs> Zelda. You just stole her.
1: Although it has been like at least two weeks since the finale.
0: It's been a little while. Or
1: no, it's been a, it's been since... Because it was Halloween and now it's yeah. the 21st. So it's been a couple months. Yeah. Or a month. A
0: month-ish. A month-ish. Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I guess it does bear uh you know mentioning that in real life right now tomorrow is the solstice and that's exciting
1: oh that's right oh god it's gonna be friday in the solstice that's a lot of energy it's a
0: lot and it's a full moon that night and no. <laughs> there's a meteor shower
1: yeah i heard about that yeah, so if you're a ugly you're, sweater day at work so i'm it's gonna <laughs> be a, a lot going that's on that's a lot
0: yeah if you're, if you're Someone who is into that sort of thing. That's, that's just a real confluence of events.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Definitely. Oh,
1: I'm going to need to like, I don't know, take some deep breaths.
0: Just <laughs> try to, try to get through it. Yeah. It's a big, it's a big Yeah. Big. I did want to mention in, in one of these articles that I read, um, on, now, this is a great URL here. <laughs> christmas Past. Media. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what that is but uh there is apparently a charles dickens uh christmas ghost story he wrote a lot of ghost stories he wrote a lot of christmas ghost stories but this title is just too good and i can't believe i've never heard of it before the story of the goblins who stole sexton
1: amazing
0: (laughs) yeah yep (laughs) yep yep and then there's this one called the haunted house it's like well straight to the point huh right
1: right right. (laughs) i feel like i mean a lot of people are really excited right now there's a lot of really interesting holiday movies that have been coming out i know that netflix has been uh journeying into the like the hallmark oh my god the christmas
0: chronicles everybody wants to get up on that santa
1: yep that <laughs> that one and then i've heard thing about like the princesses or two pr- twin princesses or something like that i think that one's also holiday Is themed. It? i don't
0: know it sounds like know. a party there should movie. be more
1: hanukkah movies though
0: i agree and like then also just other stuff i mean because that's the that's the funny thing like i get why it became this way culturally but like it's weird that sort of secular and Christian society has decided that Hanukkah has to be the Jewish holiday that is equivalent to Christmas because it happens at roughly the same time.
1: Yeah, when it's mm-hmm. not
0: really. As yeah, far they don't as have Christmas to fight goes,
1: Holidays don't have to fight each other. No, they don't. There's no co- com- competition.
0: But it's like, well, we're doing a big holiday thing, so I guess you. Right. Can do so fuck one, you. Yeah. <laughs> weird.
1: Um yeah. And then I haven't watched it yet, but it's on my to watch list. It's on Hulu. And it's a big deal. <laughs> Life Size 2 with Tyra Banks uh, is technically a holiday movie it's... and and I can't wait to watch it.
0: <laughs> That's a big man. Life Size <laughs> 2. Gosh. I know. I loved that movie when I was like I know it was so schooler. good yeah yeah good times it's good times well okay yeah so maybe
1: i'll watch that one with my family on christmas or something
0: that's nice um i i so i i did want to touch a little on sort of the popularity of these like christmas flavored non-christmas things if you if you know what i mean you know the sort of like we're doing a secular thing and so it's chris you know or like um i just uh recently watched the Hogfather father miniseries um which oh i
1: love the Hogfather. I, I can't
0: believe i didn't watch it before i love Hogfather, but that sort of like it's not christmas but it's christmas but it's
1: yeah 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 it's yeah, it's yeah i like those a lot because they're a little more creative they're like you know, yeah, it's like we're it's totally like ripping off this real holiday,
0: McElroy's candle nights kind of thing.
1: Exactly, exactly. Did you listen to their candle nights special? No, <laughs> it was all right. It wasn't my favorite live episode, but it was funny because they're like, um, "It's kind of getting close to that time of year." I guess it, we could call this our candle nights episode, and the crowd just like explodes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: candle nights is great, but Hogfather, Hogfather is great. Yeah cannot believe that i never saw it before like it's been... how did you watch it because i, I stumbled it on... on it on amazon prime
1: okay because like eight years ago maybe even further back i stumbled on it on accident on netflix oh wow and amazon i was obsessed
0: oh that's so funny i was
1: obsessed yeah,
0: i mean like i'd heard of it before and i'd been meaning to watch it for like years and then i was like you know what i'll just watch it now and i just regret not watching it sooner man uh what's his name mark warren as mr teatame is like the best thing ever Mm -hmm. in life i love mark warren (laughs) i love mr teatame like give me more i mean there isn't more that's (laughs) it that's the only story that he's in but he's great (laughs) he's great yeah
1: I love it. Yeah, I, I, and and like the poster is so misleading. It looks like a like a low budget, like total rip off of something. Yeah, but it's really amazing quality and amazing performances. Yeah, really
0: well produced, and like of course it's gonna be funny because it's you know a Terry Pratchett story. But
1: I know, but like there's like the I don't know. I there was no like nobody tells you about this movie and it's just
0: like well i think it's a bigger deal like in britain
1: i know but still like yeah it's so good it's that i i don't even understand like like
0: i love the idea of death being like it's up to me to save christmas (laughs) no (laughs) it's great (laughs) i will save christmas It's really very funny. And like the fact that his granddaughter's name is Susan is really I need to read the Discworld books. Alex, I need to read the Discworld books. I know that I need I
1: would to I, I know I need to also.
0: I need to. But yeah.
1: She's she's awesome. The sets are incredible.
0: It's just funny and cute and very festive. I
1: But also it's cute, but it's not like dumbed <sighs> down.
0: No, it's actually super smart. Because it's Terry Pratchett and it's like about like the history of like religious belief and like ritual. And it's crazy how like big and smart it is for being a silly story about like what if someone was trying to assassinate Santa Claus.
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs>
0: Except he's not Santa there, Claus, there, he's the Hog Father.
1: There, are, there are a couple other movies, and I would you should watch them as well. I don't think they're as good, um, but they're definitely worth watching. They're fun.
0: Yeah, it's uh, Discworld stuff.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. I, I just desperately. I mean, I love I like what I've what little Terry Pratchett I know. I love, and so like I know that I need to know more. He's just mm-hmm. he was just a delight, and it's a tragic loss that we don't have him anymore. Yeah. But we can look forward to the Good Omens TV series that's coming out real soon.
1: Nice. Yeah, I wonder
0: who's gonna play Death in that, because it's the same Death. Mm-hmm. It's the same Terry Pratchett uh-huh. Discworld Death in, in Good Omens. So I'm I'm very excited to see how they how they handle him in that. Mm-hmm. Because he's just a doll. He's just a darling Yeah. <laughs> I love the I love the the banter between him and Susan. Like they're just they're just a great team. They're really funny together. Yeah. It's good times.
1: It's really interesting um I'm, I'm just on the Discworld Wikipedia real quick. Yeah. And it's interesting um the tone differences between Terry Pratchett and his like influences. Yeah. Cuz everybody else is so serious.
0: Yeah, Tolkien and <laughs> And then he's like, what if fantasy was very, very silly, just very silly, but also very smart. Silly,
1: but yeah, silly, but not stupid. It's very, very clever, very insightful. Mm -hmm. And there's lessons, but they're not like, this is the big lesson.
0: Right. You kind of just get there and you're like, oh, and death is like, yes. Yeah, it's it's good stuff. It's yeah. I just, man, I just can't get over Mark Warren's performance in that. Like, I <laughs> yeah. love him, and it's like, oh, this is why they cast him as the gentleman with the thistle down hair in Jonathan the Strange and Mr. Norrell. Because, yeah, that's what he's really, it's, really good it's at. Horrifying. Yeah, he's just really good <laughs> at playing this like inhuman creep.
1: <laughs> it's very, very, very um clockwork orange inspired
0: yeah well apparently i was reading about yeah. his uh what his performance choices and the voice uh-huh. and mannerisms oh yeah were inspired by Willy wonka as played by johnny depp what yeah he's doing Willy wonka and i can totally see it He's like, That's hello, so it's very nice to meet you. <laughs> oh, uh, God, uh. it is it is Willy Wonka. <laughs> He's like, yeah, it was super creepy, and I wanted to do that. <laughs> <laughs> what if Willy Wonka was a terrifying serial murderer? Yep. I mean, he well, is. He is. <laughs> he is, <one> is <laughs> so it wasn't that much of a stretch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> everybody go out and watch Hogfather. it's on amazon it might be on netflix i don't know just watch it's it probably,
1: it probably still isn't on netflix it was a long time ago it was well, back it's... when back when uh, doctor who the whole series was on netflix
0: um, well it's on amazon right now so if you can get on there it's so delightful. It's so delightful. It's a three episode miniseries, and it's worth every moment of your time. And it's honestly
1: the easiest thing to watch in the whole world.
0: It's a delight, and you can watch it with your whole family.
1: Or you can just sit in your dark bedroom and just like you can do an Alex have to with move. it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 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 <laughs> That's how I originally watched it, so it makes me think. Oh, no, it, it
0: works. I yeah. I mean I watched it. I watched it in the living room, but I did watch it alone. So
1: <laughs>
0: it's it's real fun. It's real fun and cute and sweet and funny. And spooky too. Yes. Okay, well now I think it has come time to talk about recommendations.
1: Yeah. Um uh I don't know if I really have any. <laughs> <laughs> Go so, on. Um, it's been
0: like a month. You have to have enjoyed something.
1: Well, we already talked about that one movie that I I forget the name of every time I say it.
0: Sorry to bother you.
1: <laughs> Sorry to bother you. Thank you. Um, I did see the Wreck-It Ralph sequel, but I as I you. tweeted, um, it was a little Akira-ish. It, the there end. was some
0: real severe body horror there at the end, yes. <laughs> uh, I thought it was a sweet movie. Um not as good it, as the first one, but how could yeah.
1: it be? It, right. It was just a, like the first one is all video game references, but it still manages to be more original than like a lot of other stuff. Yes. Whereas this one was like 100% internet references and it was a little less original. Yeah. Um,
0: it's funny as heck though.
1: Oh yeah. And I liked the like, the, like it was a very non-traditional storyline for Disney where it's like friendships change. And that can yeah, be hard.
0: it was a little bit like Fox and the Hound,
1: yeah, it was very it, I felt like it would be really good for like uh an eleven year old who's dealing with like puberty
0: growing <laughs> up and gro- you know growing apart, and yeah, yeah, absolutely, uh and man, I gotta say I was infinitely delighted by that the this short moment where it turned into a Star Wars movie.
1: When, when was the, that moment? When
0: the stormtroopers were looking oh, yes, for Vanellope yes, yes. And, like, the music yeah. played, and they're like, she's not in this hallway. Let's go down to the... Light. And I was just like, oh my god. <laughs> it's Star Wars right now. I love this. Like, it played the and, damn music.
1: Right. And they had more of the princesses than was just in the trailer, which I think was good.
0: I love when the princesses rescue Ralph. It was and so And I like good. when they
1: get all comfy. Yeah. Because they're inspired by Vanellope's hoodie.
0: <laughs> it was extremely cute. <laughs> Extremely, extremely cute, yeah,
1: mm-hmm, that was you, uh... good, yeah,
0: so is that your recommendation? Uh, no, so was... I just
1: want to talk about it briefly <laughs> <laughs> um i yeah I mean i I got Hulu and I started watching some stuff,
0: yeah, I. <laughs> <laughs> Not anything you particularly <laughs> want to recommend, or
1: definitely just sorry to bother you? I think
0: yeah, sure, 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 sure. <laughs> I watched
1: some other stuff, but nothing really like made me feel the joy of the movies as much as that one did.
0: All right. Uh, well, I have. It's really rather uh, fitting. I have a recommendation that doubles as a brand new guilty pleasure. Ooh. <laughs> I just read the novel um, The Cruel Prince by Holly Black, I think
1: her name is. Oh, yeah. I love Holly Black.
0: You do? Yeah. So you've read some of her work. I hadn't Mm -hmm. before. So have you read The Cruel Prince?
1: No, I have not. No.
0: Because, yeah, I think this one just came out, like, last year. And I think Uh the sequel just recently came out, which Mm -hmm. I have not touched yet. And boy, oh, boy boy oh boy did they just she just wrote it for me didn't she <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's like a it's a ya like action romance that takes yep, place her... in, in fairyland is the thing yep, mm-hmm, alex it takes mm-hmm. place in fairyland <laughs> um and it's <sighs> you, you see you see it's oh well,
1: she 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 has a a, a really well known trilogy of fairy books. Oh. I didn't read them, but I've heard amazing things. Tithe, I believe, is the first one.
0: I'm not, I'm not familiar with her work at all, but um, I just...
1: she also co wrote the Spiderwick Chronicles. I think.
0: Oh,
1: that's um, cool. and she had a really interesting book series that I read, or at least the first two books of. Um, one was White Cat, and then Red Glove, where there was like people with really cool powers. I recommend it.
0: That's cool. Yeah, this one. So I'm not really familiar with um the tone of her previous work. This one is definitely uh verging on mature. I mean, it's very... It's still very much <laughs> YA. It's for the teens. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it gets a little dark. It gets a little sexy. It gets a little violent. <laughs> uh, And I gotta say, man, like, I felt myself, like, really enjoying it, but also being like, I shouldn't enjoy this. <laughs> like, and yeah. not for... Not for like, oh, this is for baby, like not for like n- not to stick my nose up at it, but because it verges on problematic but in like very exciting ways where you're like, oh, oh. no, this is like kind of <laughs> twisted but I think I like it. <laughs> so That's good. Like, it's good. I enjoyed it. So like I, you know, anyone out there, if you're familiar and you're like you liked that? Like, sorry. I, I mean, I did enjoy it. It's just fun. I, I get that it's I get that it's kind of really toxic at times, but I do think that the book acknowledges the toxicity and it's like,
1: isn't
0: it fun though to do something that you know (laughs) is wrong? So (laughs) it's great. It's great. It's just, yeah, fun times in fairyland. Yeah, it starts out fairly um, Harry Potter and ends up a little closer to Game of Thrones. So... (laughs) So that was fun. Very nice. Yeah, I'm, I I definitely have to um, go out and get the sequel now. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun. It's good. And it's just got beautiful fairies in it. And you know I'm here for it.
1: Are they Are they beautiful and scary? Or are they just there's beautiful? There's
0: various kinds. Okay, so because like... in her
1: previous work... I think they're beautiful and scary.
0: Well, I mean, they're definitely dangerous all of them. Um but you've got yeah. sort of most of the fairies in the series that have much screen time are like fairy gentry.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um so they're all very beautiful and glamorous and uh and then but then there are other types of fairies around, you know, goblins and nixies yeah. and things and so, you know, there is more sort of monstrous fairies as well, but they're all um definitely dangerous because the protagonist is a human girl who grew up in fairy and so she's that
1: sounds very familiar actually oh really um because her and uh one of a writer that i've read a, a little more of uh, cassandra clare um they co-authored a couple books and they're really good friends and cassandra clare wrote the modal instrument series yeah right 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 um and they uh, like they have they share fairies between books oh. um and in in the tv series of of the mortal instruments um they uh get like a human girl the the queen of the fairies gets like a human i think or something yeah. like that. If yeah, I and this there's, there's right. like there so. are other
0: fairy there are other humans living in fairy, but the this oh. protagonist dude is um special because rather than just being like a like a servant or something uh, or a pet, she's actually like raised by like a fairy oh, yeah. lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's this whole yeah. thing. Uh, cool. so so it's it starts out very much like I'm weird at school because Aunt me and my sister are the only <laughs> humans who go to this school and I get bullied. Uh, and it <laughs> ends up like with like king making and like court yeah. intrigue and treachery. So it it Wonderful. really goes places. Um, but it does start out just like those beautiful mean kids that I hate them so much. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Yeah, it's fun, though. It's fun if you want just a nice, juicy read. It's a, it's a good one.
1: Cool. That does it for today's episode. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Anchor.fm, and elsewhere.
0: Please rate, subscribe, review, so more nerds can find us. We really appreciate it, and it really makes a difference.
1: Check us out on Twitter at Lit Merit Pod for updates and news.
0: And thanks to Jonathan Colton for the use of our theme song Fraud from his album Artificial Heart.
1: And until next Hogs Watch, remember no, no guilty, guilty pleasures. pleasures.